What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? I'm Annoying Artist, and welcome back to another episode of Tom Girl Podcast. Like I said last week or last episode, this will be a very special episode because I have in the studio with me right now Miss Jewel Cadet. We have this awesome episode today about mental health as far as relationships and in the black community. So I cannot wait to welcome her. She's on the mic right now. Your mic is live. Say, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, people? So what are your pronouns? Just go ahead and just kind of, you know, get that get that out there. Yeah, so my name is Jewel. My pronouns are she and her. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your background and what you do. So, hmm, career-wise, I am I'm a program manager at a nonprofit, and um, I teach self-defense, which is super badass. Um, but I also like to highlight that I'm not a martial artist. So when people come in, they're like, mm, how long have you been training? Like, do you have a black belt? I'm like, no, I don't have a, I don't have a black belt. I'm not a martial artist, but I do know, like, very basic um, self-defense techniques that um, I teach. I also run a variety of different like leadership programs for young people. Um, my organization, Center for Anti-Violence Education, we just got this really dope grant to like have a leadership program for um, youth who are transgender and gender non-conforming. So I'm excited about that. Um, and outside of that, I'm a radical black activist um, with- That you are. Yes, yes, black activist um, with Black Youth Project 100 and I'm chapter co-chair. Okay, so you're busy. So you hella, hella busy. I'm so busy. But I blocked out today. I know. I like that. I like that. I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> yes. I'm here. I'm super busy. I'm trying to be less busy, though. Mm-hmm. That's my goal for 2018. Be less busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I... I like podcasts. I don't listen to them as much as I would like to, but um, I feel like when I saw your video on Instagram, it really caught my eye because I'm like, you're black, you're lesbian. Like, these are things like, yes, I love black people. I love black lesbians. Like, I want to hear conversations that, you know, people are having. And I and I felt that you were very, like, funny. And, like, I love storytelling. I think that you're really good at that. And so I was like, I want to get on. So I was like, when you won't have me on? So now I'm on and we're here. I know. Um, I love she slid in the DM. I she did. slid I in the DM. She slid in the DM, and I said that I have an episode. I have a I have an episode titled um, "Dreams Come True in the DMs," wow. and I was like, "What? She is she's for real about this." Yes. So let me look into her, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much for even like I don't know, even listening to my shit, even mm. watching the videos. That just means so much to me that people actually listen and they care and they want to know what you're talking about so thank you i appreciate that yeah of course thank you for having me on you could have just totally like swerved my me no 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 no. because like no lie (laughs) like this this is how i i wouldn't say met you but i came in contact with her Mm -hmm. um we were at this brooklyn boyhood joy day party in the summertime Mm -hmm. and it was brooklyn and the weather was nice and we were sitting out back and this young woman walks up and she sits down next to me and she had this purple hair and I was listening or I was eavesdropping to her conversation. And you were having a, you, you were having a conversation with um, Erica mm-hmm. and the topics and the things that you were discussing was really, really good. And I wanted to just kind of join in, but I didn't really know y'all like that. But I was like, <laughs> yo, I don't know who this girl is, but best believe after this party, when they post these pictures yeah. and they tag her Instagram, I'm going to find her. And that's what I did. Oh, wow. I found you on Instagram. So I knew who you were. <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I wonder, what, I, know, I wonder what me and Erica was talking about. Hmm. 
But we'll I'm a fan of hers too. So shout out to Erica. Yeah, shout out to Erica Hart. What's her um Instagram? I heard Erica. I think so. You know, it's so interesting because it's like Erica's like my friend, like my real life friend. You know what I mean? We text all the time. We hang out. We don't hang out as much as we would like because we're both busy. Right. But, like, I really, like, love Erica. So, shout out to her. Yeah, she's doing she's it. doing big things. And they also have a podcast titled... Ooh, don't... don't uh, head, hood, hood, hood Rats to Head Raps. Yes. Hood I, Rats yeah. to Head Raps. And yes. hood, hood, hood Rats to, to head, head Raps. Raps. There we go. Yes. And, you know, they, they, I think with her partner, yes. um, Ebony, that's mm-hmm. correct. And, yeah, I don't have all the information in front of me to give it to you right now, but yep. we already shot out her Instagram. Yep. So, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, this topic, you know, mental health within the black community, how there's such a stigma around it. And I feel that it's very important for people, especially black people, to actually go to a therapist and unwrap what they're going through and, and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Explain to me the the importance of that. Yeah, I think that's really important. But one thing that I would say is I wonder, so one, I think in terms of therapists, for people who do want to take that route, I think as black people, it's really important that we have black therapists. Yes. And that we have... I have one, and I, and I really made sure that he that person was a person yeah, of color. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it's like having a black therapist and having a variety, right, of black therapists who are available to do this. So, like, for example, like, we need to have black queer women. We need mm-hmm. to have black therapists who are transgender, do not conforming, mm-hmm. like... That is super important. I have a lot of friends who um, have therapists and their therapists are white or, you know, and it's just and I know that there's struggle with that. Um, I also know accessibility with that is real insurance. Like where are the black therapists who take all types of insurance? All types of insurance. Where are the right. black, even deeper, where are the black therapists who do stuff like without insurance? Yeah. I want to meet those who yeah. are like, yo, you don't have insurance? I have one, in a way. Really? Yeah. You the plug? He can be, because he's been doing this for so long, and he's um Haitian. Um, yeah. yeah, he's Haitian. Yes, Sakpa says my people. Yeah, <laughs> and he's getting ready to retire from his, like, okay. doctor job. He works at, like, a hospital, like a mental health hospital, so he has his own side practice. So where he does take my yeah. insurance or whatever, but, you know, we, we kind of have this thing going where I'll work around it. Like, usually, like, my copay is $30. So anytime I want to see him, it's $30, mm-hmm. right? So what we are doing, we are working on reaching a goal. So that requires me to see him just more than once a month because he wants to know how I'm doing like every week, Mm. you know, rather than, hey, okay, I see you once a month. Mm -hmm. Let me, you know, here's your script. Have a nice day. We're actually trying to work towards a goal. So my copay is thirty dollars. Right. That's a lot of money. I see him once a week. Now, if I were to dish out, Mm -hmm. you know, that yeah. much a month that'll be a lot so he'll pretty much cut in half and be like okay i can see you you know yeah a week you know once a week and at the end of the month you can pay me i don't know sixty dollars oh yeah that's good yeah we need more of those yeah yeah um and like having insurance is real for the longest i didn't have insurance mm-hmm. um and so an insurance that i have now doesn't like it does it's not good where i have a plethora of black therapists to go see so it's just i say i like to say that that's real and another piece of that too Mm -hmm. is outside of seeing a therapist like going to healing spaces being a part of different like you know like holistic wellness things i think are also really important like some black meditation circles like we you know we need that too so just in case you don't want to do a therapist thing there's other ways yeah yeah most definitely 
So, um, you know, during our discussion, um, we talked about something that really, really struck me. And that was the idea or the notion that if you try to come to your family members for help or talk to them about help or, you you know, even discuss the fact Mm -hmm. that, hey, I might want to go see a therapist or I might want to go see a psychiatrist. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm bipolar or schizophrenic, but to them, well, my family, at least, it's okay. You know, everything is going to be okay. Why don't you just pray to God? Mm. You know, that's that's the response I get a lot. And I'm like, hey, mom, you know, you know, today's Tuesday. I got to go see my therapist at 9 a.m. What well, what's wrong? What you what you going through? You know, just pray to God. You don't really need to go to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm. If only praying to God. Because <laughs> we've been. And I always <laughs> mean to black people because that's what I, that's who I care about. Um, if black people, we've been going through stuff since forever. And if only praying was the answer, we wouldn't have went through slavery. Right. We wouldn't have went through a whole lot of stuff. Right. But we st- all these verdicts of these white officers getting off from killing us and not having any, like, we would just pray. We would just pray and pray and pray. If only that worked by itself. Um, so no, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think there's a lot of stigma stigma around it, right? It's like, oh yeah, you don't need to go to this therapist. You don't need that. You don't need to go to that. You are gonna spend all your money. Right. Yes, and I think honestly, Loki, I kind of feel like black families. Like you know how you know how therapists would be like tell them about your childhood and that and, and that's and that's and to be honest. And let me say this. I don't want to cut mm-hmm. you off, but to be honest, it's okay. Come here. That's where a lot of these issues are deeply rooted, yeah. and that's where they start. So when I yes. went to my psychiatrist, honestly, I was just there to get my motherfucking medication, just get my pills. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I live in New York now. My former doctor is out in Albuquerque. This is a controlled substance. According to New York State, you are the only one who can write me this prescription, mm-hmm. and I have to see you. Mm-hmm. So here I am. Mm-hmm. And we start off the first session and he's like, you know, so tell me about your childhood. What about your mom and daddy? What about your little brothers? Right. Do you like your little brother? Do you love your little brother? Uh-huh. You know, and I'm like, excuse me. It was very intrusive to where I was like, uh, nigga, you don't fucking know me. Why are you asking me about my little right. brother? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's important. And a lot of those a lot of the issues, a lot of the things that we carry around start in our childhood. Yeah. And for a lot of people, a lot of this trauma, we kind of like, you know, suppress it. We don't talk about it. We don't think about it. We just kind of bury it. So now here you are, 28, you know, 25 years later, trying to pull shit up about, you know, what happened when I was five years old. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I've been really keeping this. And it's really here. Yes. And maybe I should face it. Yes. And maybe I do X, Y, Z because maybe I have some real, some serious mommy issues. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's right. scary. It's weird. But right. you have to talk about it and you have to address it. Yeah. So why would family want you to? Because I think a lot, of, and a lot of black people. Because exactly. they're the reason. They're the reason. So they know. They don't want to face it. Hey, mom. Maybe you weren't as exactly. much emotionally available to me as I would like as a child. So right. maybe now in my grown-up, you know, relationships that I have with women, why do I seek out women who were like mother, motherly types? Or why do I yes. do that? Yes. And that's a whole other, like, topic right. that we could probably get to, right? Is because, like, we talk about a lot how daddy issues play into Mommy issues are important as well. Especially when you date women, right? Especially, you know, because I know that the issues that I have with my mother plays out in right. relationships, right? 
whether you know and and i think that that's that's a real situation right and i know that people who have dated me like women who have dated in the past um you know that has played out too right in terms of like their issues with with their moms or whatever have you so i think that that's a very that's a very um a big part but i i do want to get back to the childhood piece i think that families don't want especially black families we have this oh, yeah. thing that's like hush hush right Ooh. even if you think oh, about yeah. soul food and you think about all those shows that show black families they don't right. want you to air out laundry right we'll be sitting at the same table with that uncle who has three three girlfriends and the this one aunt who we know has about a couple of like bottles of alcohol in her purse because maybe she's right. just doing too much, like whatever. But we don't like, but we like, we don't want to go to a therapist and talk about don't air out our dirty laundry, right? And I think that's what families they get nervous. Like, what you talking about with this person? I'm talking about you. And as a matter of fact, and as a matter of fact, you might need to sit in on some of these sessions with me. And he even asked me, he was like, hey, Ariana, do you think your mother would yes. want to come here and sit yes. on these sessions with you so you guys can talk about things? I said, honestly, doc, I don't even know where my mother is. Li- you know what I'm saying? I do love my mom and I talk to her and I have a good relationship with her. But I'm like, she does her own thing. I'm like, for her, I don't know. Maybe she will. But I know when I told her about you, she was like, oh, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Doc, my mother is not even home right now. She's, like, in Jacksonville somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, she does her own thing. And I think she's always wanted to do her own thing. Not that she doesn't love me or her kids, because she does a lot. But I feel like a lot of it now, it's like, okay, you're grown. I'm done, you know, being a, you know, being a mom. I done raised you. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, Mom, we still need to, like, you know, talk about, you know, certain things. Right, so true. Yeah, they just think it's not important. And like I said, I think that a lot of black families like to keep everything on the hush. And there's like lit- a lot of intersections with blackness, right? So I know you talked about, you know, like, there's like Southern black, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's all types of different blacks, honestly. And then, right. And so my family is Haitian specific, right? But like Caribbean black. And so we're really about like, oh, you don't need to worry about any of that. Like, that's not important. Definitely about prayer. Definitely about other things. Take this. Let's mix it together with this and you'll be fine. Like all of that stuff. The concoctions. You know. um, Get Get a spiritual bath. Add some salt. Add some salt salt in the water. Burn some sesame seed. Like whatever. Get in front of that altar. Just all this type of stuff and you'll be fine. Um, And like I said, I, I value all of that. Um, I grew up in a house where that was definitely a part of my culture and I didn't understand it as a child in terms of like the different spiritual pieces of being Haitian. Um, Mm -hmm. But that definitely was just like, oh, you feeling sad, feeling depressed? Do this, you know? You feeling this way? Oh, your oh your father not your father didn't come get you this weekend? It's okay, just go here. And I'm like, no, but I'm really sad about this. I also and I also it's interesting. I also wasn't allowed to like be emotional. You know how people Mm. always be like. Oh, boys don't cry in my house, being that there weren't really men around. Mm -hmm. It was very like, you're a strong black woman and you're not supposed to be crying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm seven. I'm not a a woman. Right. I'm a girl. I'm a child and I want to cry. Right. And my grandma was like, why are you crying? Go in the room. Watch face. I grew up in a house where it was like, we weren't allowed to cry. Which to me, I think also helps with, like, it also caters to this, like, mental health stigma. It's like this idea of sadness is not welcome here. Like, if you're sad, go do that in your privacy of your room. Fair time. But, like, that's not welcome here. And I'm like, that's not healthy. I need to let you know that I'm sad. Right. You know? It's definitely important for, especially children, to feel these emotions. Be upset. Cry. 
talk, be loud. You know, I feel that within like a lot of black families, like children aren't, you don't want them to be loud. You don't want them to talk because they get on your nerves. Let them talk. Let them express themselves. You know, that's that's what they do. And, you know, growing up for me, depending on, you know, whose side of the family I was with, you know, that that's important too. I couldn't come home and not, like, if I were to ever get into, like, an altercation or a fight, a little neighborhood squaddle with the girl down the street, I couldn't mm-hmm. come home and not beat this whole ass. You know what I'm saying? Or if I did, and my grandmother or my cousin, someone found out about it, they'd be like, okay, you didn't beat her ass. When you come home, I'm going to beat your ass. I heard that same thing. So you better beat this whole ass. And that was and that was real. And some parts of some sides of my family, not so much my maternal and my mother's side, but depending on who I was staying with and who was keeping me at the time, and Ariana got into it with little Stacy. Up the street, it's the, you know, and Stacy Grandma come down to my grandma house and told her what this has happened. You best believe I had to whoop Stacy's ass, mm-hmm. or my grandma or my cousin. Somebody's gonna whoop my ass. I don't want no ass whoop. It's on Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no. I don't want no ass whooping. But imagine that's two black children who both have those, like who stole, who both whose families are both saying that. So y'all probably both fighting not because y'all want to, but because both of y'all don't want to be the ones who have to go home and get that whooping and get the whooping. So y'all like, listen, I don't really want to fight you, but like I don't want to give you. It is what it is. One of us gonna have to go down. (laughs) Right, it is what it is. It ain't me. My mother definitely (laughs) want me to get beat up, but at the same time, my mother also was like, I don't want you to get in trouble. So like, I want to make sure that you protect yourself, but you also, I bet not. Ben not had no police bring you home, right. and you better not get spent from school. So it was yeah. like, so I gotta defend myself or make sure I don't get in trouble. Get get in trouble. Maybe that was like preparation for something else. Had to be like do do stuff that's not so good, but just don't get in trouble for it. Don't get caught. Mm, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't have that growing up. I didn't. It wasn't so much not get in trouble. I didn't care if I got in trouble. And actually, as an adolescent or as a teenager, I got into a lot of trouble. Really? And you, it was okay, like for you to no, no. Oh, so that's that's the point. I got and and, and at that time, from the ages about twelve to fifteen, mm-hmm. those adolescent puberty years, I was off the chain bad. Mm. I mean, terrible. Everything was funny to me. Everything was funny. Mm. Um, yeah, and I just wasn't allowed. So I got so many whoopings. Whoopings. So, oh my god, to where? So I had got it. Had just became a routine. To where, you know, I would, like, come home and I'd be like, damn, it's 4.30. My grandma about to pull up. Let me just go here and sit down on this bed because she about to whoop my ass. She about to whoop my ass. And I'm just like, now that I look back on it, and I'm not upset with her. I'm not mad at her because I was really a bad, a bad child. I mean, I was, like, off the chain. So she was doing all that she could. Yeah. What she knew how to do. To kind of keep me from like getting in trouble, keep me from like stop me from hanging out with the wrong people, and you know, and so that and so it 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 worked. I just was like, God damn, stop beating on me, God damn, yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you think? But do you think that like getting beat, right? Which just sounds really intense. But getting whoopings, however we want to phrase it, do you think that plays a role in relationships and romantic relationships when we get older? Mm. Yes and no. Although I got yeah. a lot of fucking whoopings all the time. I, to this day, have never been that aggressive and angry to be like, okay, let me go do the same thing to my partner. Mm. Let me go put my hands mm. on my partner. And actually, I'm very 
anti-domestic violence. And if it's anything that I absolutely have a zero tolerance for, it's for that. It's for domestic violence, putting your hands on your partner or anyone of that matter that, you know, or I really don't like rapists, child molesters. They're like right up there. Mm -hmm. There's some things that I just absolutely zero tolerance. Yeah. Those two things. Zero tolerance. But I feel like in the black community, I'm trying to figure out like, so many of us were whooped, right? And so, like, so many of us would be with a variety of different things. And there's a, this, 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 you know, my grandma used to. She's, just, I was like, bro, you gotta start getting creative. I I'm mean, tired of going out to the tree and getting the switch, right? The switch. See now that 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 <laughs> depends on where you are at, right? Because like, I'm from Brooklyn, from East New True. York. What switch? We ain't what tree? Oh, you ain't getting no switches. What, you know, there wasn't no access right. to that. So. Nah. Um, so I definitely feel like there's levels to like what, what people got hit with. Right. And I think there's a level of like discipline mm-hmm. and abuse. And I studied, you know, mm-hmm. um, early childhood a lot in school. And I have I'm very like I have very strong feelings about about that. But I think a lot of it is around control. Mm-hmm. And I know that for me, um, when my mom did that, my, mom, my mom's um, thing was um, the belt. That was that was her thing. But I think about it, and I'm like, in terms of blackness, right? My mom's like, okay, pull your pants down, and bend over, and take the belt. Isn't that familiar? Isn't that that's like some slavery whooping shit, right? Yeah. On some whipping posts, bend down, bend bend like yeah. turn turn around. Yeah. I don't want to see your is. face. I'm getting a belt like a whoop, like a whip, yeah. and I'm gonna beat you. And I don't think we realize that. <clears throat> what? what? That's what I'm trying to. But like the fact, like that is some deep stuff right but a lot of it is control Deep and a lot of it is like it, yeah. i have a very sassy mouth and i've always been like that so my mom would be like do this and i'm like i don't want to go to the store you go to the store <laughs> like so i was hit as as often as i as ever like i mean my whole childhood i remember each day i at least had this right. one woman but i think a lot of it was control and i think it plays out in relationships too because a lot of times people who do want to you know who are abusers they want to control their partner so it plays a it plays a big role. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. And I'll just yeah. you know say one little thing before we like move on to like um relationships. Um. Yeah. As far as like me getting a whooping, I was never physic. You know, asked to physically. Hey, pull down your pants and bend over. No. That shit was happening on site when you saw me. That one no. <laughs> hey, pull bend down. It was give me that belt. You would she would whoop me standing up. You would, she would, mm. you know, hit the belt across my face. It was like, face. Oh, oh, no, yeah. It wasn't no, hey, you, no, no. And you know what? I didn't, I didn't really, you know, get beat with like extension cables and electric cord. I think that was might have been like my mom on them and auntie. But by the time that I came around, you know, like you know, late nineties, early two thousands, it was just like no. You getting whooped on spot, and if you try to move, you move this way, you move that way. She, yeah, ooh. I was scared of my grandma. I ain't gonna lie. Not, not, now that we're talking about it, I, she was not one to play with. But fear. But what? But like all of these things, I think play a role. Like right. why? Like fear, control, domination, right. all of that right. stuff. Like why? Why are we trying to impose this on children? And right. tell me, that's like how I have a firm belief that every. And I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna say every black person has some sort of mental health challenge because of the trauma that we face, whether. Whether you know the way we were disciplined, quote, and I'll use that very loosely. Um, some of some people abused, right? But right. discipline, abuse, slash, um, as a child, and 
how different, like, just the way we've been raised, also the historical trauma. Like I said, the fact that I can literally link, like, okay, bend down, bend over, let me get this belt, yeah. to linking that yeah. to slavery. That's yeah. historical trauma. So to me, it's like, find me a black person who don't have trauma. Find me a black person who haven't had struggle. Um, and I will be like, and I would really question. Sasha Emily Obama. <laughs> That's it. Sasha Emily Obama. You think so? They got trauma? You didn't hear? Yo, they have a lot of trauma. It's different. It's different levels, right? But I think being in the public eye comes with so much. You know how when they was like, oh, you know, they they found a picture of her partying or something like that. They were calling her all types of stuff. When she got accepted to the Ivy League school, they was calling her monkey coon. Da, 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 da. Like, true, so true. we're none of us is exempt. Okay. Okay. Nope. No. Yeah. None of us is exempt. <laughs> Like that. No, <laughs> I like that. I like that. She's like, uh, no. And I'm like, is it? Because you also have the, you also don't have to do this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, and it's just so. And I mean, like I said, I think that my mom, or in like a lot of other black parents, do this. Be, you know, they they love their child and they don't want their child to grow up the wrong way. That's very important. That's very important. So, how do you think that ties into relationships? Domestic violence in relationships, especially, you know, African-American, black relationships, gay and lesbian relationships, especially. So is this concept of like, I'm doing this to make sure you're going down the right path. But it's wrong. It's incorrect. It's it's wrong. And so I definitely feel like that plays a huge role. And for me, like, I'm a, you know, I'm a survivor um, of domestic relations, you know, domestic violence. Um, and, and it was by the hands of a, of a woman. Right. And. When I dated men way, 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 way back in the day, um, you know, that that actually I was that was never a, a situation. And I had a girlfriend. We were together for three years. And it was like a horror in terms of that. And I had to hide a lot of that through with makeup. I had to hide a lot of it, like with a lot of different things I had to hide. And also this is a person who had mental health issues. Right. And and definitely use that as a way to say, oh, well, you know, I, you know how I get when I'm angry. So you did this, and I would just be like, you're right, I'm sorry. I, I, I did make you upset. And I look back on it now, I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, so what would tick her off, if you, if you mind, if you mind sharing and discussing? talk about stuff. Um, right now, you're my therapist, Ariana. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Sullivan in the, bin, in the building. Nah, um, yeah, I think, like, little things. So, like, there, there, was a, there was an issue with, like, I'm very, like, outgoing and, you know, I guess I had some success to a level of, like, having a degree and having jobs. Like, I experienced upward mobility in terms of, like, having jobs. It was like, oh, this is this job is better than your last job, whatever. So every time I would get some sort of, like, n- new form of success, whether I'm getting right. a raise or something like that, that would trigger her because mm. it would make her feel like she wasn't doing well in life. And I'm like, no, this is about my success. Right. You're going to leave me for someone better. As you should. You think you're better. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we left that. Um, you think you're I'm like, no, I don't think I'm better. Like, no. So there would be sometimes I have to, like, hide my success from her because she she would make it about her. Um, no. So there'll be a Absolutely not. Things. Absolutely also not. Just, like, with hair color, she was very controlling with that. Oh. Like, I want your hair mm. to be jet black with a bang. Straight and she long wanted a bang, but she wanted a white girl, right? Well, I mean, you know, black people, we do bangs too. Uh, we, we do very here and there. Here and there. I used to rock a bang I back in college. I love bangs, I used to, by the way, but it was so specific, it was like jet black, 
like number one, you know, not one B, <laughs> one, not one B, Jeff number Black. one <laughs> with a bang and long and straight. So she ain't want curly. She ain't want all this. So for, for two years, I did that for her. Mm. And then I was like, I'm stepping out of this. I'm going to. And then that would make her upset. And I realized mm-hmm. that she didn't want me changing my hair color because she felt like hair color was like, I'm trying to attract attention. And she's like, I don't want you to attract attention. So even that was like controlling. So oh, yeah. it was just, it was just horrible. Oh, yeah. But but it was all in the name of like love and like, I really love you. And I don't want to do. It's masked. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a mask that people wear. Yeah. And I have never been through anything like that, nor am I like that with my partner. I mm-hmm. honestly truly don't care. How you decide to wear your hair, what color you want to wear your hair, what type of mascara you want to wear, what type of makeup you want to wear. How you wear, you wear up, you wear down, you wear a ponytail, side mm-hmm. bang, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Express yourself because you are beautiful, you are gorgeous, and you're going to look good in whatever mm-hmm. you do. So, yeah, that, I, that's, uh, yeah, you were mm-hmm. absolutely definitely right to leave that. And I just don't understand how another person can feel that they have some type of right or control over another person's body and creativity yeah. to limit them and how they want to express themselves. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't fly well with me yeah. at all. Well, a lot of times I think it's like people want to control their partners. They want to, cre- they want to change them and they want them to be who they want them to be. And that alone is like the foundation, I think. That can be the foundation of abuse too. It's like when you meet, it's like okay, like you met me. I had a full face makeup. I had, and you I liked had colorful me. And you liked me, and you liked me, and it was fine. And you like, mm, I'm gonna break you down. I'm gonna change you and shift you into what I want you to be. And this this concept of like making yourself smaller for another person, right? And making yourself less of who you are. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I think, mm-hmm. and I think also too, it sh- it shifts how people view like victims quote-unquote of domestic violence because a lot of times they're like oh you're timid and you're not strong you're not whatever no there's a whole realm of abusers out there who are like oh you're outgoing oh Mm -hmm. you're you're confident i want to be with you and i want to break you down nope and that is like and they look at it it's kind of like those people who are like oh i want to date the straight girl to turn around okay it's like i want to date the strong powerful black woman and break her down and that's gonna make me feel better about myself there's a whole realm of that, of people, you know, because when I hear people like, oh, my God, how could you be a survivor? Like, mm, or, or yeah. Or, or a victim of, of domestic violence. Domestic like violence strong. does not have a face. It don't have a face. It, at all. It doesn't at have all. a specific face. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Okay. So now looking back. Yeah. Um, what were some of the signs that mm. were there early on that maybe you noticed and maybe you just were like, oh, it's okay. You know, they good. They, you know, it's cool. You know, kind of like share that and, you know, talk about yeah. that. Like, what are some of the signs that you kind of noticed early on? Right. Oh, on spot, on site. about people's past relationships because a lot of the times people don't like to hear it, but that is a sign. Like, she told me very early on, like, yeah, all the girlfriends that I've had, I've I've hit them. I should have ran. I should have been like, word, word. But I was like, really? What did she mean she hit them? Did you even ask? Did you oh, try to delve into it? Story. She was like, yeah, like they would try to do this, so I'll smack them. Or I'll do this and I'll do that. And I interpreted it. I was also 24. I interpreted it as like, oh, maybe these, that y'all just weren't a good match. Y'all weren't compatible. They didn't. I know. All right. of them. I know. All of them. I should have noticed the pattern. But I was like, maybe. Maybe it was. Maybe it was that. So she's telling you. My thing is, she, she was t- told me. She, she told, told you from the beginning. Me. I have this problem. Yes. And after the first time she was physical, she was like, "I can't guarantee you this isn't gonna happen again." That was another. That's another red flag. Another one. It was very clear. Another one. Um, I think also too asking people, like like I said, we all have different types of trauma. 
I think another red flag is how are you dealing with said trauma? I believe that just because you have bipolar disorder, you have depression, you have anxiety, you have any type of mental health challenge, that doesn't mean you can't be in a relationship. I just want to say that. I don't believe that. But I do feel that if you know those things about yourself, you have diagnosed, you have, you know these things about yourself, what are you doing to manage it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you doing to make yourself better? Yeah. How? What are you doing to care for yourself? To care for yourself. And she had no, she had no strategy. She didn't have a a therapist she didn't have a friend she was talking to about it she didn't have a diary she was writing in like she had no way of like channeling her her stuff so i should have known that also was a red flag mm-hmm. and you want to know what else that's also not your problem that's also not your problem concern or baggage to carry for her yeah i agree we have to we have to all carry our own stuff also not right right bitch i got my own thing going on what you can do i can give you a few suggestions yeah and if it is up to you if you want to you know do something about it but if you don't okay thank you bye yeah yeah for sure i think also too another flag is like the isolation you know this is this concept of like I want to be everything to you. Oh, God. People got to run from that shit. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be everything to you. No. You going to need things outside of me. Mm-mm. And I'm going to need things outside of you. You are. So this concept of, like, I want to be everything. And it reminds me of the song, I think it's All My Life by Casey and JoJo. It came out, like, in the 90s. Yes. And it's, like, close to me. you like my mother. I don't want you my mother, my brother, my sister, my cousin. No, I don't want you to be all those things. Like, all those things? That's a lot. Like, no. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was also a red flag, but that's also, that's a stigma. That's just like a, a misconception of what love is. Right. Anyway, because people are like, I want to be everything. I want to be your friend. Yes, right. I, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm like, look. I don't need to be a best friend, though. My best friend, okay. I could never date. I do not see romantically. I could never date. And those are the the important boundaries that I have. I do think my, you know, partner who I'm with, my girlfriend, whatever. Yes, yes we should be friends. Yes. We should be very close friends. But yes. at the same time, I have my own best friend yes. who I could get on the phone with yes. at 1 a.m. in the morning, talk to 3 a.m. in the morning about you. About you. And other things. Yes. Because you need that. And so I'm like, I want to be your home. Yeah. I want to be your friend. But at the same time, I, I don't need to I be need, your bestie. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't need to be that. Oh, no. I mean, it is relationship best. Yeah. But, like, not really. You know? I need to be, you know, I need to have, um, you need to have your own sets of friends. I need to have my own sets of friends. And we can have collabs. Mm-hmm. We can collabs. Or, yeah. yeah. Separate. We need you know? separate. So there's, like, yes. I think that's also a red flag to me that now I don't look at, Mm-mm. oh, I need to be everything to my partner. Mm-hmm. I need to be a lot to you. You need to be a lot to me. But at the same time, no. not everything. No, because every, you can't. Everyone has to yeah. so th- those are, those are some have options. And what I mean by options is pretty much, yes, we're together. Yes, this is a relationship. But at the same time, I might just get tired of seeing your ass. I might want to, you know, go have some other friends or do some other things. Doesn't necessarily mean that I don't love you and that I don't like you, that I'm not coming back home to you. Because I think like what I have or what you can have with your partner is something that's really, really special. And you'd be like, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I really want to spend time with you. And I want to be over here and be at your place and we can kind of talk and catch up. But um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I want to go to my place and I want to go out and see my friends and I want to sleep in my bed and I want to take a shower in my tub. Mm -hmm. And I want to, yeah. Yeah, that's so real. And also, we have different likes and dislikes. And it's just, it's, it's just kind of, right, yeah. And I think sometimes in relationships, we try to 
become everything that that person wants. And then now, and I do think that sometimes you could like the same shows. Like, I was yeah, on- music, you know, artists, yeah, music, whatever. But sometimes you gotta have your own shit. Don't, I don't agree on. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should really. You don't need to see this with right, right, and so. I think that that's also just a major thing. Like, we're just not going to have the same likes and dislikes and shit. Right. Right. And that's okay. And I want people to understand that as perfectly fine. It doesn't mean that you were incompatible with that person because y'all don't like every damn thing. No. No, it just means that, hey, you might, you're vegetarian. You might enjoy eating, you know, quinoa and kale salad when I want a rib plate. I want to go to Popeye's, you know, and that's fine. Exactly. That's a whole other thing, too. I'm recently pescatarian. <laughs> and, like, when you cut out meat and you be hanging out with people and they be eating meat, it's like, okay. That's what you were telling me. That's real, you know. Um, But, yeah. But I'm also hungry. You know, that's how I treat That's how I treat my friends who are, like, vegetarian, pescatarian. I do respect that, but I know y'all be hungry. Y'all just want to eat. I know y'all be hungry. I know y'all be hungry. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I mean, I think meat is delicious. I, you know, so I'm not sitting here knocking anybody who eat meat. Actually, I look forward to. Eat. <laughs> you want to smell it so you can smell it. <laughs> that smells so good. But yeah, I definitely feel like you definitely need your your own stuff. And like, I think about things that I'm really into. That I'm like, I'm maybe I'm into that with just my other friends, and that's fine. Like, that's cool. All right. So, um, you know, what do you think about like how? How do you think, you know, or why is it important to actually become your own person in a relationship and not just become so consumed by them in every waking hour? And I know that's really hard to do when when it's a new relationship and you just kind of found them and you guys click and you guys have that chemistry and you like them and you want to talk to them and be with them 24-7 every hour on the dot. When you wake up, I wake up. I brush a crust out of my eyes and I look at you and kiss you. You know, you have all those feelings. But it's also important to just be your own damn person. And it's good to spot that early on and be like, look, I like you. I've noticed that I'm here a lot and you seem to like me being here a lot. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. But we need to set some boundaries. Mm -hmm. So how can we go about doing that? I think that's really hard because you also don't want to offend. Like I said, I think that. A lot of people's concept of love is consumption, like over, maybe, yeah, over consumption. I had to catch myself like, mm. but like this idea of the more I spend time with mm-hmm. you is the more I love mm-hmm. you. And that may not always be true. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's, that's one thing when people live separately, but then when people live together, like how can you mm-hmm. make space to also be your own person? Um, I think I think you can definitely, there has to be a balance. You just got to also just like, you could be in love with this person, but really got to be in love with yourself. Yeah, too. not like on a cocky. True, true. Be but like, look, I got, I got, I got to handle my shit, baby. I, I, right today. With the person that you're with, like, yo, today I'm gonna just go to the park by myself, or, you know, whatever. I think you can also be in the same room as your partner, but being two different, do two different, two different worlds, two different things. Yeah. They playing video games and mm-hmm. you wanna listen to this podcast mm-hmm. um you know you yes tom girl podcast and you know you listen to tom girl podcast and you're like okay and your partner's playing video games y'all in the same room mm-hmm. you're sharing the same physical space but y'all are also just doing your own thing and i think that that's beautiful um that's my that's my belief yeah and i also have this one story that i'm going to tell you guys about me and my very very first girlfriend that i dated in college but right now we got to take a little break so right now what's coming through my headphones right now mm-hmm. is drake's god god's plan no trouble with me Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. 
Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story, shit was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yeah. I feel good sometimes I don't. Hey. I finesse down Western Road. Hey. Yes. Might go down to GOD. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I go hard on Southside G. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I make sure that Northside E. And still. Bad things. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and wish and wish and wish and they wishing on me. Pretty much for my story, I think I <clears throat> told you told you this. Um, I was dating this girl. You know, she was my first college girlfriend, my first serious relationship. We really liked each other. We spent so much time together, so much time to the point where I would just be in her dorm all the time. And it became a lot. Like, we both lived in the same dorm. I lived on the third floor. She lived on the second floor. So every morning I had this morning routine where I would get up probably around like 6 a.m. I would go shower, brush my teeth, wash my face, throw some clothes on. I would hit the calf up and I would be done probably around like 7.30. I didn't have classes until like, you know, I had late classes starting at noon and I had, you know, afternoon classes. So my mornings were pretty much always free. So she would just be there, I guess, in her dorm chilling. And I would decide, hey, you know, it's 7 a.m. I know Bae's still up in their sleep. Let me just go on up in there. So at first, what turned out to be really innocent, hey, let me just go, you know, see my girl. God, you looking at me. <laughs> like, okay, Ariana, get to the point. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not even it. Honestly, I'm looking at you because I'm like, yo, you woke up at 6 in the morning. You didn't have class till the afternoon. Yeah. That's actually how I'm looking at you. I'm sorry. Don't yeah. disregard my face. So anyway, so my girlfriend, she had her, her roommate was this girl who was in like ROTC or whatever. And she would get up every morning at like 4 a.m. for drills. And as she would get up, she would leave the door unlocked because she knew I would come behind her. So she'd be like, hey, Ariana, you know, I, I know you like to come in there or whatever. So, you know, I left the door unlocked. So, you know, 7 a.m. rolls around. I just come, kind of come in there, just open the door. You know, I would just kind of get in bed with her. And then she would wake up. <laughs> she would wake up and I would just be right there. And at first it was kind of like cute and it was cool and she kind of knew I was there. She was like, oh, you know, it's so nice to kind of see you. But then I started to do that consistently. And she she pretty much had to tell me, look, this is getting a little crazy because you just be coming over here. You don't even be telling me that you're coming over here anymore. And I would have to be like, yo, look, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, but I will say, too, is that one, I'm like, shout out to friends who might have been like, who who probably gave her the confidence and the wording to talk to you about that because so yeah she pretty much just had to tell me look you know I do like you and I appreciate you coming over here but also I need my own me time in the morning to like shower and get ready without you being here so much so can you please not do that and then I had to say okay this is a lot this is a lot <laughs> it was a lot like I would just come in there she would just be in bed I just get in the bed. It's a lot. That's when that's when you be like, yo, oh my gosh, I have my girlfriend's doing this thing. What do I do? This is why you need friends to be like, this is what you tell Ariana.
Right. I do say I do think that it does does depend on the dynamics of the relationship because some people don't mind that. Right. So I wouldn't just say this is not like a one size fits all one shoe fits all. So she just so happened not to mind. Right. Oh, she she at at first at first. And then I started doing it without telling her. And then and then she did mind. But there's certain people out there who they love that. Right. And if you if you date in that person and you find another person who loves that, be up under each other. That's great. But I think you need to ask the person. Not think you sh- you need ask. You the should. Person. You person should. It's OK with you. And maybe you maybe you do it with a schedule because maybe early maybe on just come Monday. Yes. Monday. Yes. And then that way the person preparing, you know. They, they kind of know you're coming. Could be like, okay, I know Monday and Tuesday is your day, yeah. so let me do my shit on days that aren't your days. Yeah, yeah, right. Because for me, I just don't like pop-ups. Like, to me, it's like yeah. you... <laughs> yeah, I was popping up a lot. I was popping up a lot. <laughs> like, you you don't do... Yo, I had an ex who came to my house. Shout out to Aaron. Aaron was a good girlfriend. She came to my house. She... I think we might have gotten to something, and she got my name shaved in the back of her head girl bye i was like oh that's cute or whatever right so she calls me and she's like you know i got your name shaved in the back of my head and i'm like oh Mm -hmm. that's that's nice and then she was like i'm down the block i want to show it to you Uh, excuse me you didn't tell me you was coming to my house Mm-hmm. So she, she best believe she rang my doorbell, mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I I was living at home at the time. I was like, "Mom, tell her I am not ready to receive guests today." And that might have seemed fucked up, but it was like, "I don't like pop ups." You didn't tell me you was coming to my house, and I don't mean ten minutes away. You didn't tell me I'm about to get on the train and come to see you. No, so I don't like pop ups, but I do think that. You just got to talk to the person, see what they like. You do, and you have to set those boundaries. Like, That's you have to set those boundaries early on. I feel that it's good and important to talk about it. Yeah. Be like, hey, you know, I like you. I want to see you. I know you have your own space. I know it's important to you, and it's the same way for me. Especially like New York City, you know, if you're dating someone who lives in a different borough than you, that's real important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have to take time to commute to you, so we need to kind of figure it out. Because I know you want to see me and I want to see you, so is it cool if I come over Sunday and spend the night Monday, leave sometime Monday afternoon, have a conversation with that person? And try not to be only your feelings when they say... Please don't. And I see, yeah. What you mean, you don't love me? Yeah. Yeah. What you... And it's like, no, right? Like, it's not about that. Like, you know. So that's another piece, too. It's like, we have to also... Mm -hmm. Like, people have to be ready to make boundaries but then also understand yes. when that boundary is made it doesn't mean that they don't love you you know because i'm all about self-care i actually encourage it i'm like you need a date for yourself that's great like shout out to that i don't be like what you mean you need a date away from me is that what it's about it's not about me it's about you and the more you're able to love the better you can the better you can love on the relationship the better you can love on the relationship right so let's just kind of like hop over to something that we kind of really didn't talk about. How do you feel about interracial relationships? Oh, Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. I had to take it there. Oh, mm-mm. <laughs> Took it there. Um, I'm glad you did. Black people should date black people. Okay. Period. Why is that? Facts. That's, that's it. I hear you. Now, granted, in co- like, you know, I, I, I shot myself out, you know, and I, you know, okay. I traveled with some white girls in college. That's all I had. Actually. You must have went to one of them Sarah Lawrence arts, liberal arts schools. In, I went to a liberal arts school in Massachusetts. <laughs> it, was like it was like two black people, including myself. Okay. No white girls. And that was the access that I had. That's not what I right. Okay. Baby Jewel. Uh, black people should date black people. Okay. That's, that's just what Okay. I and I think, and the reason why I say that is because I feel like, 
there's a certain kind of connection that black people have always that is just embedded embedded in us and yes in, in our in our culture in our whatever and like i don't care if you like west indian black if you african continent black right uh-huh. or nigerian Ghanaian, right um or you american southern black whatever but black that that's just we have a code we have a code and honestly like especially melanin right because you know we got black people who mm-hmm. look like white people <clears throat> so right especially black people with melanin you wake up you wake up to just the melanin laying next to you it's beautiful y'all you know your intimate and your bodies it's just brown and beautiful yep. that's that's just wonderful dating white people specifically now, when I when I say interracial, uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm not talking about black and white. Okay. I'm just saying any person who falls under the category as other. Okay, other. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. You said you're other. Ch- I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Hell, Chinese like POC, people of color. You think so? Like that term? Not not in the urban dictionary. Not in the urban dictionary. I, I believe that people who are like. Asian count as POC. Yeah, that's what people. That's that's why that's why that's why I well it's urban, you know. So they don't. But that's why I don't like the term people of color because it's just been co-opted by everybody. I'm like, do you mean color in terms of melanin? Yeah, that's what I mean in terms of melanin. Oh wow. But some people consider like Asian um, in terms of like white white Asian, but like Chinese um, Asian as POC. So that's another level. But um no, but I think <laughs> not, like, yeah, black black people should like should black date black people. people. Nah, I have okay. black friends who date white people. So okay, and and you look at you looking at me, look at you looking at me. Like damn, is Ariana that type of black who dates? I mean, you date white people? No, I do not date white people. Do you date women of color? I, yes, I do date women of color. All of my relationships, exes, have all been. With a black woman. Oh, black. Black, black as in me. Black as in me. They have been black, but do you? Okay, how about? I mean, even right now, right? We like, you know, we live in the world of like the Afro Latinx. Yeah, even even Afro Latinx, I still group them in the same category as black, as black, because because they are because they are brown. Now, recently, I look at you, look at look at you. There's levels. That's maybe that's another episode. Recently, I have been talking to someone who is not white mm-hmm. but they are not black mm-hmm. and i did not go out look at you mm-hmm. look at me i did not go out to like seek this mm-hmm. it just so happened how did it happen oh maybe that's another episode Damn, we can, we can. yeah it's it's it, it, it's it's another episode but i do hear you when you say black people should date black people and all my and all of my relationships have been with the black woman uh-huh. But what do you do as a black person when all of a sudden you find yourself genuinely attracted to, attracted to someone who's not black and you have chemistry with them and they also understand the socioeconomic struggles of black people here in the United States and that because they write a book or something you so hilarious okay maybe okay maybe they don't have any firsthand you so hilarious maybe they don't have any firsthand experience about what it is to be black yes but at the same time they are not white and people do not see them as white how they see them other other yo you crack me with this other oh my god I date the others like who who the other um I mean. You know, I'm going to stick to just black. I don't know. I mean, because okay. I don't really want to date. You just got to be black. 
Yeah. That's it. You gotta be black. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you maybe you read books about my struggle. Real. Maybe. Yeah. But like, do you understand my hair texture? Do you understand that like when it's when I get ashy, I don't want no lotion. I want some shit. Right. Do you understand the difference of that? Do you understand? Like, do you understand these 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 parts of my body? Right. Do you understand my head wrap culture? And maybe they right. And maybe they won't. But are you comfortable with explaining some of that to no. them? No. Child, no. Why is that? Why is that? You should know. You should know. You should know. I mean, I mean, and I also just feel like there's a level of there are people. There are certain people like who date black people so that they can feel less racist. They can go home and. And I'm aware of that too. Lives matter. I have a black girlfriend. And like, uh, I have a black, and I'm and I'm aware of that too. And that's not gonna fly by me. So what I mean by this thing, I'm not gonna talk about it too much on this episode because it's very very new, and I don't really have the permission to talk about this right now. So I'm aware of that. I'm aware that some people yeah. like our culture. Some people like the idea of being with us. Some people mm-hmm. like the idea of having kids with us and being with a black person, being with a black girl, but not actually loving us. So I'm aware of that, and I do call that out. Okay. And I'm not going to be with someone who wants to just be with me because I'm black. Okay. Yes, and that's real. That's so real. And anti-blackness is real, too. Like, the, this concept of, like, you could be a lot of other cultures, other as you say but like anti-blackness already exists in the we don't need it right that's very true so and to have it outside of that it's just i'm not here for it but that that'd be offending people because people would just be like what is black and like i want to you know i say say, let's examine our attraction what does attraction mean i feel like why are you attracted to me you're attracted to me because i'm a i'm an attractive person on the outside yes cool you know what I mean? I, just, I, just, I have to be really careful that it's not some type of fetish shit. Like, yeah. oh, my God. you, 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 you. I also, yeah. But also, what is the attraction <laughs> that black people have to not black people? What is that? Like, you know what I mean? I think we have, I think we have everything, to unpack it. Everything. 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 You have to unpack that because like, everything. We are magical. No, but I'm talking about on the flip side. The black black people who don't date other black people. Because my first girlfriend did not date other. She didn't date black women. And then and she was black. Was black girlfriend. Yeah. She was black. Yeah, she was black. Mm-hmm. So there's anti-blackness within within black black people. Mm. True. Um, um, but her piece was like she would date white. She would date white girls, and a lot of it was like, oh, their hair. And I'm like, so what's wrong with black? What's wrong? What's wrong with black hair? Right. And like, what's wrong with your hair? Because you have locks. Like you, what, what's wrong with you? Right. You you hating yourself. Exactly. Too, right? Exactly. Why are you hating so yourself? To me, I would question the what is this specific attraction? Yeah. That don't mean I don't see somebody and be like, oh. Oh, this person's pretty. Oh, this person's okay. yeah. But I don't want to date you, and I don't want to. I don't want you to have access to my body. Thank you. <laughs> Signing off on that period, y'all hear her. But um, yeah, I hear you. And with the the thing with me is, I've always dated black women. I love black women who look like you, who look like me, who are brown all the time. This will be the very first time that I have deviled, swiveled outside of my my race. Mm-hmm. But good luck. You said good luck. She said good luck. You, like, you will be back. You will be back. Yes, we welcome you. Uh, back. back. <laughs> Please invite me to the barbecues, guys. And be like, wait, Ariana can't come here no more. You got to come to the cookout. Because she with this white girl who's not white. See, but see, but you... All right, we'll chat. Because this is like, where are you bringing these per- Like, would you, would you bring this person to, to one of our spaces? Yeah. Would you see this yeah. person 
would you bring this person to these like exclusively black events? Because then that's what we gonna. Okay, how about this? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. How about this? So you know, yesterday was um not yet yet Saturday was um uh, Friday was um queer queer abstract yes, and I brought them there. Oh. Mhm. Yeah. But queer abstract isn't like a specific black. Right. So you. But she's not white, Jewel. She's not a white girl. She's not black. I hear you. I hear you, but because like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an Afro Beats party in April, and it's gonna be an exclusive. Can she black, come? Can she... No, exclusive. <laughs> black. Exclusive black. And, and <laughs> I'm like, yo, Jesus. Girl, I'm just saying, I I've literally thrown parties where it's exclusively black. People bring people who they're dating who are not black, and people think that's that, okay. That they're like, oh, I'm like, person, why you brought your black? Why you brought your non-black person? Right. Why you do that? I'm looking at you funny. I know, and see, and see, and see, the thing about it is, though, like, like I said, this is very new, but I know people are gonna look at me and say, "Oh, I knew she doesn't date black women," or "I just knew if it, you know, I just knew she didn't like black women." But that's so not true. That's like far from the truth. Now, here's here's another truth that someone told me that I didn't know about, and now I'm thinking, hmm, maybe this is right. Maybe all the black women that I like, that I have been attracted to, maybe. They just didn't like me, or maybe I wasn't their type. Mm. But but you're not dating this person because you don't have access to other black women. Correct. This is your choice. Correct. Right. So, but you've dated other black women who were yes. Her. So, like, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's a thing either. Black people who have had bad experiences with other black women, right? And that's what I'm saying. You just be like, yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, my first girlfriend, the reason why she didn't date other black women is because she was made fun of by black girls. Mm-hmm. So she interpreted like. Oh, black girls, they're gonna make fun of me and blah blah blah. Her own trauma around black women, so she didn't date black women. That's real. Now she's dating a black woman. So she's I, welcome back to I the cookout. Was, she's oh, no, <laughs> break through that. Uh, I was the first, and now she's mm-hmm. many years with a black woman, which is which is dope. Um, I, I'll let her girlfriend thank me another time. But yeah, I think it's like access is real. I think the black friends that I do have who date, um, who outside of you know their race or whatever is because of access sometimes right. and that's real that's what i experienced that when i was baby baby jewel, jewel. right right there's a whole lot of black people out here yes 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 so um i will let you know how that goes you know whether it be months from now you be you might ask me like hey Ariana, are you still with that other i'll be like nah it didn't work out and then i have to uh, nah, yeah yeah we, we still okay all right i appreciate that <laughs> now what about you are you single no, I'm not single. We, I have been with my partner for it's like one year official relationship, one year dating. So I'm gonna collectively say two. And years. see, that's what that's what I wasn't so sure about. I was like, okay, I, this girl, you know, she's kind of cute, but I don't think she really single. I, you're not single. How long? How long? Yeah, and it's interesting because, and that's one of the setup too, because like you know, this person is not someone who who is a woman. This person's a gender non-conforming person. So that's very interesting too. We have a lot of conversations around like. Can you identify as a lesbian but date someone who is not a woman, right? Um, and who's a gender non-conforming person? That's a whole other segment too. When I do my podcast, I'm gonna talk about that deeply okay. because I've been asking people like, what does that look like? But yeah, so I'm not, I'm not. Okay, cool. You are officially off the market. Somebody got it unlocked. I am, I am off. Yes, unlocked. So when you, yeah, when you had invited me to um the was it the Beyonce party? It wasn't the Beyonce. Was it the Beyonce party? No, it was something else. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all had a Beyonce party, but I didn't make it. It was. We did have a, I did have a Beyonce party. The Janet Jackson party. You came to the Janet Jackson party. 
Yeah, and now we have a Rihanna party. I heard. It's, it's next Friday, right? Yeah, it's this Friday. I'm 23rd, yep. Okay. So, all right, so we'll give the details out to that later in the show. But when I was at that party, mm-hmm. was your partner at that party? Yes. And, I, and that's what I thought. And that's what I thought. But I was like, damn, I think that's her partner. Maybe I should ask her. But, yeah. like, no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. Okay, depending, cool. I mean, depending, I mean, if, if you're talking about the same person. But, yeah. I, I, yeah. Y- y'all came together. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So what what's your love language? Tell me about that. My love language. My love language is words of affirmation. Um, uh-huh. that, that's really <sighs> key to me. I'm all I'm super mushy. I'm like, oh, tell me all the words. Tell me all the love. Right. Um, your your Venus must be in Cancer. Where's your Venus? No, my Venus is in Virgo. Y'all ain't with the bullshit. Y'all ain't with the bullshit. Okay. I'll call you out. And yeah. Real okay. Quick. But yeah, my my words of affirmation, and I think it's that mixed with acts of service which sounds so weird so i'm all like about like tell me the words tell me the things but also do the things to back up the words yes very virgo yeah that's my my, yes my that's my shit because if you also are not backing up the things then your words no longer matter Mm -hmm. so like i need them to i think i score pretty 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 evenly in acts of service and and um words of affirmation what's yours um i'm all about that check i like that money (laughs) yeah i like i like i like the money and what i mean by that is my Venus is in Taurus, so I'm really big on security. I like a partner that's secure, financially stable. You don't necessarily have to make more money than me, but I like someone who is together because I I need I need that. I need that in my life. I need that rock. They need to have cre- good credit. They need to have good credit. So then that's what's going to be hard for you to date black people because, you know, we, we just don't really have that. But to be honest, though, like I've dated so many black women who didn't and who probably made less money than me. And I was perfectly fine with that. Okay. Because I, I like stability. I like money. I like to look good. I like to go out. I like nice things. And I'm okay with saying that I'm about okay? the money. Huh? Are you paying? I do. I do pay. Are you paying, Ariana? Pay. I do pay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not like a gold digger, but I mean, t- it's it's kind of funny because I have a my, my Venus is in Taurus, so uh, I'm not a gold digger. But best believe, like you, you gotta have that check. You, yeah. So why does she need to have the check? And what I mean, not I mean, as far as in a partner, what I look for in a partner, I would like for them to be able to kind of go half on a few things okay. because there has been like okay. yeah yeah there have been like certain times where i know that you know i make more money than my partner okay. or for whatever reason and i would just maybe this was just me just doing it but i would just pay for everything mm-hmm. every day every time we went out every fu- i would pay bitches bills i'll pay your cell phone bill i would pay mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. as but it feels good to actually be with a partner who maybe they make more money than you, or maybe they are more secure than you, and maybe they don't have an issue with paying for shit. Because you got it. Yeah. And I, and I like that a whole lot. That made me like, like who, who? I'm like, yes. yes. I think that that's, that's hella valid. I think it should be about equity. I think that, like, if you have more, like, this whole 50-50 concept, like, it doesn't, and I don't think that really should apply if the person, one person's making more. But I will True. say, even if you are making more, because for me, um, I could be making more but i have a lot of bills i hear you and so like you know i have I hear a you. two two bedroom apartment by myself and like i have student loans like you know and so it's like okay i could or i may or may not make more but i may or may not have more expenses than you so i think that's hella real and i don't think and i think a lot of times femmes can be like you need to pay for everything oh yeah and i dated a lot of those fans i'm just like my god yeah but i mean if you got it 
do it. But I don't think it should be expectation. Like, yeah, it shouldn't be expectation. You are maybe the more masculine person in the relationships. You should pay more out and that should be present. Right. And and now, like, I'm learning to be like, okay, that's fine. You know, like, if I go out with a certain person, if I go out on a date and they offer to pay, not even half, but just to pay for everything, I'm like, all right, it's cool because I don't pay for so damn much. Like, this yeah. kind of feels good. Yeah. All right, it's cool. I'll let you take yeah. care of it. And I don't feel emasculated or, like, less than. I'm just like, all right, you got it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got it. That's cool. That's what's up. So that's your love language. Okay. That's my love language is M-O-N-E-Y, like, period. I'm really about the money. And I'm not saying that. Just I don't really care how I sound. Because at the end of the day, I will sleep well that night. I don't know. I'm, like, bitch, don't buy me no flowers. I don't, you know, I don't need none of that shit. Where's the check? I don't know. I've been, I've, I've, I've dated some people who didn't have money who didn't have a job like you know what i mean so to me that's that's not that's not key to me but i hear you you. i'm not saying it's key but i would love you know i'm like damn like okay it's not key but like i am yeah it is (laughs) admit it hold on to it be like it's key it's about it's key you know what i'm saying it's real you know, you stop, you know, let me not, let me not. I was about to say, stop dating down, bitch. Stop dating down. Stop, stop it, stop it, stop it. I don't know. That 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 doesn't really matter to me. It's about how you treat me because you can be treat me like shit. I will be in a cardboard box with a motherfucker. But I know my self-worth. But you see, I'm not with you. I'm not with you for the money because because I have my own. I'm also a very secure financial person. So I have my own. So I like for my partner to mirror that. And when we're together, it's two bad bitches in the motherfucking room like, at all times. You ain't gotta, you, I don't need nobody rolling up to me, texting me, which, right. hey, Ariana, I see you with your broke bitch. Or, hey, maid, I see you out of your man. I feel like you always do, Ariana. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Shout out, shout out to the broke bitches because... Broke bitches need love too. Everyone stay dating these broke bitches, you know. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the broke bitches, cause broke bitches need love too. Broke <laughs> so shout out to that. I don't know. I'm I'm about love. I'm like, oh, you love me. I love you. You wanna just? Oh my god, you wanna give me a massage? That's gonna get you so far. Like in like you know, that's gonna get you so far when when your lights are off. Yeah. Well, you you know what I'm saying when you come home and your internet ain't cut off. But you, then then you have a then you have a candlelight dinner. Ah, and you can invite your white friends, right? right. Wait, you, well, how do we get to the She's like, wait. She's like, wait, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's it. Your neighbor. Nate? Oh, you played me because that's <laughs> not true. No, no. I was, also, we, we have to limit ourselves among the white friends that we have. You can't overly saturate yourself with white, white friends. I only can just only do one at a time. Right, one at a time. One at a time. And you're at your limit right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, yeah. Shall, let's kind of like you know dive back into this mental health. Um, what advice would you give anyone who is lesbian, queer, whatever they fall under that huge long category, if they are thinking about seeking therapy or anything like that? What would you tell them? I think that um, shout out to therapy, shout out to therapists. Um, I say, um, choose a therapist that understands your experience mm-hmm. so like i said I specifically talk about black people because that's that's what my heart is so find a black therapist um find if you can find a black queer therapist and queer is a very right. general term so queer in terms of gender queer in terms of sexuality i do think that that's important to have um therapists who understand on a deeper mm-hmm. level not just like what they read okay okay all right. Um, and yeah. So like like we said, jealousy is not cute, guys. 
what would be your advice for anyone who is who was going through what you were going through? So I think that mm-hmm. that's key. Find someone who's like like the therapist that you have, who's like flexible in terms of co-payments and things like that. Shout out to those therapists who allowed that to happen. So I think those are key. And then shout out to like the friends who also become our therapists, right? And who hold space for us. I know I have a lot of specifically like black women, you know, like Erica, like oh, yeah. Janelle, like friends who I could talk to who are not mm-hmm. therapist therapists, but they hold a lot of space for me. And that, you know, so like I think just have someone you can talk to about these things. I think that that's, that's key. Yeah. Yeah. I f- so first, um, leave when it's safe to leave because one of the highest rates of like when people um, get murdered or and die in domestic violence relationships are when they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And that was when my peak physical things would happen when I would try to leave her. Oh, yeah. So have strategy. Um, so have strategy. Figure out what are the steps that you need in order to leave. If you need to think about Tina Turner, you know, she didn't just like leave. Like she's like, she you has to have a plan. So leave when it's safe. Right. So no, just be like, people be like, oh, call that friend. And like, leave. Why are you still in it? No, you need to figure out when is it safe. I know for me, in order for me to leave, I have to do a lot of like lying. I have to be like, yeah, I know you're going to move out, but you never know how it goes. Like I had to make it seem open so that she could leave and I, and I could do it in a safe way versus her trying to like attack me physically. So I have to kind of like lie to kind of get out of that relationship. Do that. So do it when it's safe. And also have friends and people in your on your side who rock with you no matter what. Not that friend who's like, you stupid. Why are you still with this person? No, have that friend who's like, yo, this is your worth. Yo, you like, have that friend who's going to call you out. But have that friend who's also going to like understand that sometimes it may take a little bit of like, it may take yeah. time to leave. Like have that friend. Have that friend who's like, all right, I'm mm-hmm. going to leave. Right now, girl. Pick me up yeah, please. Have please, girl. This is, is it. He's sleep. He on the couch. Sleep, girl. He on the couch. This is it. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Get the motherfucker. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that those, those, are, those are key for me. And heal yourself after. And, like, for me, that's why I kind of don't solely use the word survivor because survivor sounds like, oh, I went through this thing and now I'm all better. I'm never going to be better. Like, what that what this person did to me has forever scarred my life it's all a matter of how do I handle this scar how do I manage this scar talking about it is healing writing about it is healing processing it not blaming yourself all those things is like a a major part of it so I think those are like words of advice that was awesome that was awesome all right guys so um yeah this has been a really interesting episode I have Jewel Cadet here with me so go ahead and shout out your social media yes I don't have twitter so my Instagram is Jewel underscore the gem and I'm on Facebook, Jewel Cadet, J-E-W-E-L, last name C-A-D-E-T. All right. Talk about your little upcoming party that you got, go- yeah, that you got coming up. Um, yes. Upcoming party. Um, let me pull up the flyer real quick. So yeah, um, it's something called a She Party. That is my favorite DJ. Um, her name is um, Boston. Yeah, I love her. I love her. I want to have her on my show, actually. Oh. I got her number. Yes. I'm going to reach out to her. I want to have her on my show real soon. Yeah, she's super dope. Um, yeah, so we met, we vibed, and so ever since I've been kind of, like, hosting some of our parties. So we have a Rihanna party coming up on um, Friday, this upcoming Friday, but I don't know when it's about to air. So Friday the 23rd, and it's going to be at the Love Story Bar in Bushwick, which is 894 Wyckoff Avenue, and it's between 9 and 3. So it's a Friday, so, you know, I don't know. It's 9 to 3. Um, and it's free, free entry. So shout out to free parties. So yeah.
Cool. Yeah. All right. That's what she has going on. And as always, guys, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tom Girl Podcast. My personal Instagram is at Annoying Artist. I have it disabled right now, but probably when you hear this, I will bring everything back online. So that's where you can find me. And as always, my important point that I just want to share with you guys is it's so important to create your own space within a relationship and not get caught up in the other person. All right, guys, we're going to close it out. You hear the music. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and following me. And you guys, I have my first guest on my show. It's been a long time coming. Like, Tom Girl is almost one year. It's been a long time coming. I know, but we got it. I know she slid through the motherfucking DMs. She slid through the motherfucking DMs. All right, New Mexico kept it real from the jump. East Coast annoying. I'm the best thing going. PVD goes the hardest, and everything I do is so providence. Thank you guys so much. Good night from Manhattan.